you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. See this house packed out. Man, God's doing great things in Hot Springs. Man, I'm excited for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My, my, such a heavy anointing in this place right now. Heavy anointing on the music and singing. Hallelujah. No telling what the Lord wants to do. Could you just kind of lift up your hands, just kind of feel after the Spirit of the Lord. Let's find that avenue of the Holy Ghost tonight in the name of Jesus. God, I need you. I need you. I need your direction, your help, your strength. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm glad to have my wife with me tonight. Sure love her. Appreciate her. We love the entire Moats family. And we certainly love your pastor. Amen. I'll tell you what I love about Brother Joel Moats is he is authentic. And he's the same every time you see him, wherever you see him. One of the most sincere men about the work of God that I know. And his prayer life, you, you see the results of his prayer life and his wife and them working together, their family. We love them so much, so much. Appreciate you good people. And I know you're tired and you're on day 11, fixing to start day 12. I know these bodies get tired, so I'll try to be conscious of that tonight. I want to read a very familiar portion of scripture. I probably even used this here before, but I want to use it again tonight because I feel this is the direction that the Lord wants me to go. I, I don't know for sure if I'm even going to preach. I don't know what I'm going to do. i tell you one thing. I do know this. I'm going to follow the Holy Ghost, whatever he says to do. Amen. Turning to Philippians, the third chapter, the 13th verse, Paul said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Everybody say, forgetting those things which are behind. Hallelujah. And reaching forth unto those things which are before. He said, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I want to talk to you just for a few minutes here tonight about becoming the person that God wants you to be. Anybody interested in that tonight? Becoming the person that God wants you to be. Come on, lift up your hands. 
Let's ask the Holy Ghost to come down and give us a visitation of the Spirit together. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. God, loose this place. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, God, to take over here tonight. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, God bless you. You can be seated. We are 11 days into the new year. I always love January, New Year's. Amen. I love New Year's resolutions. I hear people make negative remarks about people not sticking with their resolutions. And I understand that, but I do believe if if we're going to get anywhere in life, we've got to learn how to set goals. And we need some brand new starts. Amen. I thought about a few years ago there in Guy, Arkansas, a backslidden man that had been backslid for 30 years. Amen. Had, did not have a very pretty past. Amen. Matter of fact, he had some scars in his life. But I'll never forget, I, I was preaching on a Sunday morning, did not know he was going to be there, did not know he even had moved to our area. And I got up and I preached a little simple message about a brand new start. Amen. And, and this brother Ray, he came to the altar that, that morning and God refilled him with the Holy Ghost after 30 years. Amen. And he lived for God there in Guy for about 18 or 19 years. He was with us. And I'm telling you, when he took his last breath, I don't know a man on the face of the earth that I had any more confidence in than Brother Ray. Amen. Amen. God changed him. I'm glad we can change. Amen. Amen. I'm glad we can become better. Amen. We don't have to stay where we're at. And the Apostle Paul, he had the answer. He had the answer. He said, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't attained it all. I, I don't know everything. He said, but I have learned this, that if you're going to succeed in life, if you're going to do anything for God, amen, you've got to forget those things that are behind. And you've got to reach. I wonder would everybody just lift your hands and just reach as high as you can reach to God right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Reaching forth to those things which are before me. Hallelujah. I come to preach to you tonight and to tell you that God has a plan for you as an individual. God has a plan for you as a person. Amen. God wants to do something in your life. He has a will and a work for you to do for God. Well, you know what I feel like telling somebody tonight? It's time that you break free from your past. The devil has hung that over your head long enough. Hallelujah, I 
I said he's hung it over your head long enough. He's a liar and the truth is not in him. You've been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're a new man. You're a new woman. God has plans for you. Hallelujah. It's time to break free from those negative mentalities that we adapt in life. Amen. It's time to rise above the low self-esteem that you've developed over the years. And you need to tell the devil, I am somebody. I'm God's man. I'm God's woman. I've got the hand of God on me. God has delivered me. My past can't haunt me any longer. I'm rising above my scar. I'm rising above my mistake. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in hot springs tonight. God, he wants every one of us tonight to fulfill his purpose and his will in our life. Thank God we were all bought with a price. Amen. He takes ownership of us tonight. You belong to God if you've been filled full of the Holy Ghost. Baptized in Jesus' name. Thank God for this young man that got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. If you're here tonight and you haven't been baptized, your sins haven't got remitted yet. You need to come to this preacher and say, hey, baptize me in the name of Jesus. God, he desires to take us and mold us and shape us into vessels that he can use. Hey, man, I I just want to tell you tonight, you can become the person that God wants you to be. But you know what? It starts with a desire to reach forth. It starts with a desire to do better than you've been doing. It starts with a desire to become exactly what God wants you to become. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Lord so close here tonight. God's going to do something in this place tonight. God's going to lose some things in this place tonight. Hallelujah. 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 You know what faith is? Faith is just a, a mental picture. Amen. Of things that we're hoping for. Amen. It's a mental picture of things that we're hoping for. But to obtain the things that we're hoping for, the Bible says that faith without works is dead. Amen. I remember I went to school there at Sylvan Hills. I graduated from Sylvan Hills High School and junior high was involved in sports. And I remember during track season, Brother Moats, I remember watching each, each different um, sport, whether it was high jumping, whether it was pole vaulting, whether it was this 
100-yard sprint or a long run or a long jump, whatever it was during practice time, you could go, you could go there to Sylvan Hills and you might, you might go to the, the high jump and there would be two or three guys there and, and uh, they, would, they were constantly trying to raise the bar. They wanted to get a little higher than they, than they jumped yesterday. They wanted to break their old record. I, I remember the, the ones that threw the shot put, that, that heavy, sometimes eight-pound ball in junior high, and I think it was 12 in high school. But they had a certain technique, and, and brother, they would push that shot put. Amen. And they would measure and measure the distance, and they would work and work and work and try to get a little more distance each time. Amen. The pole vaulters, same thing. They had to work on their on their stance. And man, they had to they they couldn't run too fast, but they couldn't run too slow. They had to get everything just right, twist their body just right to get it up over the pole. And constantly, constantly trying to raise the bar. Boy, I wonder what would happen at Calvary Apostolic tonight. If everybody in this building would develop the mentality that I'm going to raise the bar in my walk with God. I'm going to raise the bar in my prayer life. I'm going to raise the bar in every area of my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, I I thought about your sacrifice. Amen, your sacrifice that you're doing right now, this 52 days of prayer. Man, to, to just talk about it, that sounds so good. And that sounds so wonderful, and it is. But I, I've got enough sense to know that for people to meet, amen, and pray for 52 days straight, there's some sacrifice that comes with it. Amen. There's some effort that comes with it. There's a lot of things that has to be repositioned and I thought about many of you, no doubt you had to change your schedule around where you could be here. Amen. Some of you had to adjust your budget a little bit where you could put more gas in the tank where you could be at the house of God. But oh, I want to tell you today, I believe that God is going to do great things through you making the sacrifice and following your pastor. And being obedient and calm and praying and pressing in to the Holy Ghost. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I was there in my office today praying. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the Lord, the Holy Ghost, began to deal with me. I, I, I was just praying for a message, Brother, Brother Motes, and it was like I began to start praying and, and I got to praying to myself and I have to be careful because the school's up above and I was trying not to be loud. But I was there and I was writing some notes and I got to praying and, and I stopped and I said, Lord, am I praying or am I prophesying? And the Holy Ghost come all over me and said, you're prophesying some things. Well, I feel like telling this church I feel like telling this church 
Amen. Paul said, he said, I'm reaching forth unto those things which are before. I feel like telling this church, God is laying some things before you during this time of prayer. I said, God is placing some things before you. You know what I saw in the spirit today? I saw God transitioning some people from the spiritual place where you're at now to a higher place in God where he can put his hand upon you and use you in a mighty way. Man, hey, I, I don't have a fancy message tonight, but I do feel like obeying the Holy Ghost. As I come to myself today and I felt like you know, I'm prophesying. I, I'm not just praying. I'm, I'm prophesying. The Lord began to show me that he's fixing to trans... Hey, man. Lord began to show me he's fixing to transition some people. He's fixing to move some people to a brand new level in God. Hallelujah. You know what I felt? I felt today, boy, isn't this wonderful atmosphere that we're feeling? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful when, when the service gets right to that point of where it's going to explode and you really don't know whether to go to the left or to the right? You know what God showed me today? He showed me that he's fixing to bring some brand new people to the top. Amen. And he's fixing to put a, a spirit of starting on you. Amen. A spirit of, of, of you being the starter. Amen. To, to be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Where when the Holy Ghost is moving. Amen. And God would move on you in a way of worship that would blow this thing wide open. Anybody want to be a starter tonight? Anybody willing to say, choose me, God? Choose me, yeah. Run when God tells you to run. Holler when God tells you to holler. Move when God tells you to move. Oh, yes. God has starters in apostolic churches. At home, it don't happen every service. The timing's got to be right. Hey, man, but you know what? From time to time, our, our service gets to that point where it feels like it's going to explode. And we've got a man in our church for 30 years. He's been doing this. God moved on him as a starter. And he'll stand up when nobody's expecting it. And he'll simply say, Hallelujah! And brother, that place explodes. That's what God's going to do here. God's going to give you a unique way to help follow the channel of the Holy Ghost where service can explode. You know what happens when it explodes? Sinners get delivered. People get healed in their bodies. Chains fall off. My, 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 my. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
You can be seated. I'll tell you another thing. Amen. <laughs> Brother, I got to praying about this today, and I started feeling the Holy Ghost so strong. But God is fixing to raise up some different people to become soul winners in this church like never before. You may not have ever even won a soul before, but I'm telling you in this 50 days, 52 days of prayer, God, if you'll lend yourself, he's gonna put a special anointing on you, amen, that when you walk into the grocery store, you're gonna be sensitive to people and God's gonna lead you like a magnet to hungry people. You're going to be down praying and God's going to bring people to your mind. I've got a man in my church that's a preacher and he is very sensitive to God. He is a soul winner. Amen. And here, a few, just a couple of months back, Brother Bruce Fletcher, man, he was pumping gas and he went into a convenience store simply to pay for his gas and while he was in, in the line, there was a young lady there. Amen. And he said, ma'am, he said, can I give you a card? He said, I just felt it. You know, you just feel that little tug to invite somebody. And she said, yes, you can. She said, where's your church at? And he told her, well, guess what? She come to church. Brother Bonner, she got the Holy Ghost. Amen. And guess what? There was about six people there. Monday night that this little woman brought to church. And it looks like she's gonna be a soul winner. What are you trying to say? One man walking in the spirit. She brought her mama, she brought her sister. Hey man, our sister come to church Thursday night. We cast the devil out of her. She come Monday night smiling, look like a brand new person. What would happen if everybody here would just lend yourself to God and say, God, I'll be a soul winner. But I'm telling you, I'm prophesying. There's some people here that God's gonna do it through you during this time of prayer and fasting. He's gonna lay that on you like a gift. Woo! My, 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 my. Hallelujah. 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 I got a message to preach, but I, I'm more interested in obeying God and what I'm feeling right now. You know what else the Lord showed me? I come through and it was like I was prophesying and I was saying, God's gonna send travailers to hot springs. God's going to send people that walk in the Spirit and get in deep in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And while they're in the Holy Ghost, chains are going to fall off of sinners. Can, can I obey the Holy Ghost? I don't know nothing going on here. But the Lord started talking through me and said, not only are chains going to fall off of sinners, but the Lord showed me that there is a spirit. Amen. It's trying to get into your altar service and sidetrack. 
And the Holy Ghost said, these travailers are going to bind that devil. They're going to bind every spirit of confusion. They're going to bind every spirit that hinders people as they're praying. I'm talking about people. You know the mistake we make sometimes in prayer? I've done this for years. I'll confess to you. I prayed until I touched God and I felt good and then a lot of times I'd stop and go on about my day. Brother, let me tell you what the Lord showed me. When you pray to that point where you're feeling good in your spirit, you've just then got the door open. It's time to step on in the door and get out and groan and moan and agonize with God. God will send angels forth to move while you're groaning and moaning. I'm not telling you it might happen. I'm telling you the Holy Ghost said it's going to happen. God's going to move some of you to a new level in prayer through this 50 days of praying. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what I saw, Brother Moats. I saw some people that's never had the reputation of this. They've never really done this. But through this 50 days, hey man, you may think, well, I've just done this and I'm going to get them to pray. No, God's doing some things in this church. God's bringing a maturity level up. Amen. You know what the Lord showed me? He's going to move on people in this congregation that you're going to be sensitive to the Holy Ghost and sensitive to the needs of this church and sensitive to the way that the enemy is going to attack this church and God is going to move on you on lengthy fast and he's going to use you to push your plate back and combat spirits that would attack this church. He's gonna use you to break the bond of the devil where miracles can flow. What did Jesus say? He said, these things cometh not but by prayer and fasting. Well, well, when you start talking about fasting, the old flesh draws up. But you know what? If God speaks it to you, if God lays it on you, hey man, you can do it. Hey man, I thought about my old brother. He passed away with COVID. Hey man, you know what? He was a backslider for a number of years, Brother Moats. Hey man, 28 years. Finally, he made his way back. He was at my Aunt Koji's funeral and Brother Clinton was up talking and talking about who's gonna take her place. Who's going to do these lengthy fasts? Who's going to do this? And my brother said, the Holy Ghost moved on me. He said, you are. And brother, ever so often there might be a little trouble to spring up in, my, in our church. And next thing I know, my brother, they say he ain't ate in 14 days. 
He hadn't ate in 10 days. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. That's a mighty, mighty, powerful thing in a church. You say, well, I, I don't know how to sing. I don't know how to preach. Can you push your plate back? Can you get God's attention through a sacrifice? Come on, come on, come on. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Moats, the Lord showed me he wants to put gifts on people. He wants to put gifts on ministry. He wants to put the gift of healing in people's life. Amen. He wants to move in this place. It's the will of God for tongues and interpretation to go forth in hot springs. I said it's the will of God that it goes forth and it's in order with that Bible and the man of God. Stand together. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Let me talk to you preachers. Thank God for apostolic preachers and help ministry in the church. Brother, Brother Motes, I'm convinced we need them. We need them so bad. Let me tell all of you ministry. Amen. You want your ministry to excel. You want your ministry to soar. Let me give you the number one secret to it. And that is humility. Humbling yourself before God. Humbling yourself before this congregation. Humbling yourself before your pastor. I told our our lay ministers here a while back, I said, I'm going to tell you something. The more you humble yourself and you submit yourself into the hands of your pastor, the more your, your ministry is going to soar and the more you're going to be used of God. Everybody say, I'm reaching forth. I, I, I've got some things I can pray. I just don't feel it. But I, I just feel like telling somebody Take advantage of the way. God didn't move on your pastor to do this prayer season for no reason. God's wanting to turn hot springs upside down. You fix the You fix to build a new church. The Holy Ghost just spoke something else to me. There's three people in this church. And I'm just telling you, I don't know anybody. I don't know what y'all make and don't care. But I'm telling you, I was praying today, Brother Boyner. I was in that office and I was praying. And it's like the Lord said, I'm fixing to use somebody as a funnel. I'm fixing to use somebody as a transporter. I'm fixing to use somebody that I can trust. If I can trust them, I can bless through them. Brother, I'm telling you, I feel this. There's some individuals here. Amen. If you'll be sensitive to the Holy Ghost with your finances, God's going to bless through you. 
and he's going to use you to help build that church. And while he's building that church, he's going to put wealth in your bank account. Now, you know what it takes? It takes somebody that he can trust. I'll tell you a little story, and I'll close with this. And I may have told it before. If I did, that's all right. I'm going to tell it again. We were building our church at Guy, and we'd raised some money, and we'd paid cash to have the foundation, the slab built, and we very quickly run out of money. I got to figuring up how much payment I could afford back then, and it was like $2,500 a month, and I didn't want to go over that. And so I borrowed $300,000, and we, we built the church to the point where had everything in the dry, electric. We could have church in it, but we had no carpet. We had no pews. We had just a lot of needs. And so I was praying one day. Let me tell you something. Don't, don't tell God you'll do something unless you plan on doing it. I was walking back and forth across that church. And brother, I was a home mission preacher. I was living off Arkansas Food Bank. Amen. Somebody said, y'all, y'all do that food bank? I said, oh, yeah, we help people with it, mainly the Blakeleys. <laughs> I was praying. I said, God, by myself, nobody else had to hear me. I said, bless me to bless this building fund. I said, God, I promise you, if you'll put $10,000 in my hands today, I'll give it to the building fund. And I just went on, not thinking much about it. Felt faith at that time. About 30 minutes later, I was driving to my house, and a man called and said, can I stop by your house? I need to talk to you. I said, yes, sir. And so the man stopped by. He'd never give a big offering before, not anything abnormal. And uh, he stopped by and he said, Brother, I, I don't, I'm embarrassed. I don't know what to say about myself. I said, Brother, what's wrong? He said, Man, I owe you some tithes. He said, I sold some stock a few months back. And you know, it takes a little while for it to get it in your account and all that. And he said, no, I just kind of forgot about it. He said, but I come to bring you those ties. And he handed me a check and it was $10,000. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now y'all don't lose confidence in Brother Blakely. But at that time, I needed a truck bad. first thought hit my mind, I'm going to buy me a new truck. And the second thought, the Holy Ghost pricked me and said, you said if I'd give you 10 grand, you'd give it to the building fund. I picked up that phone. I called my secretary. I said, I'm bringing you a check. Put it straight in the building fund. You know what God wants to do? 
He wants to use some people as a funnel and a transporter. You can't outgive God if you'll be sensitive. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, the Lord spoke to me today. There's three people here that your candidates, I said, your candidates, I don't know if you're male, female, but you're a candidate for God to do something big through your finances for this church. Will y'all, will y'all feel bad at me if I don't, I don't finish my message? I don't feel it. I ain't going to do it. Come take a service. I've obeyed the Holy Ghost. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. Come on, why don't you receive it right now? Come on, why don't somebody step out in faith? Choose me, Lord. Choose me, Lord. Use me, God. I wonder if there's anybody could forget about the past. Could you just forget about it finally and just start reaching forward? Tell the devil he's a liar. I'm moving forward. I'm going to be what God called me to be. You do something for yourself right now. God can do great things.